Hi there, everyone. We've come to a next little mini section within the second part of the workbook. This one is called, What is the Second Coming? Well, what we first want to say is what it isn't. It is not the return of the person of Jesus by some sort of modern conveyance. Probably not many people would pay attention anyway, since that message has been around for a long time, but it doesn't prevail. We hope that we are changing the tide there. So let's see what it has to say about this. It says, Christ's second coming, which is as sure as God, is merely the correction of mistakes and the return of sanity. Now, Christ isn't a person. It's really hard to get that out of our minds because it's been so thoroughly ingrained in us that Christ is a person. Christ isn't a person. Christ is all of creation in totality. And it says, this return is inevitable. It's part of the condition that restores the never lost, we've never actually been lost, just confused, and reestablishes what is forever and forever true. We haven't ruined what's true. It's the invitation to God's words to take illusion's place. It's the invitation for what's really, actually so to take the place of our imaginings. The willingness to let forgiveness rest upon all things without exception and without reserve. In other words, to insist that our words and our actions have not ruined the truth of us. It is the all-inclusive nature of Christ's second coming that permits it to embrace the world and hold you, you specifically, safe within its gentle advent, its gentle coming that encompasses all living things along with you. There is no end to the release that this second coming brings. In other words, that this return to sanity brings, as God's creation must be limitless. Forgiveness, the stopping of judgment, lights the second coming's way because it shines on everything as one and thus is the oneness of all recognized at last. You might say that the second coming is also the end of the ego's rule and the healing of the mind. And with this healing of the mind, we can finally recognize that all of us actually are unique expressions of one creation. The second coming ends the lessons that the Holy Spirit teaches, making way for the last judgment, in which learning ends in one last summary that extends beyond itself and reaches up to God. This second coming is the time in which all minds are given to the hands of Christ to be returned to spirit in the name of the one true creation and the will of God. The second coming is the one event in time that time itself can't affect. In other words, nothing is going to stop this from happening. Because for everyone who ever came to die, or yet will come, or who is present now, is equally released from what we made, from the story of I'm a separate person. And in this equality is Christ restored as one singular identity, in which the sons of God acknowledge that all are one, that we are all unique expressions of one Christhood. 
And God the Father smiles upon all of us, collectively his Son, his one creation, and his only joy. So pray that this second coming will be soon, but don't rest with that. It needs your eyes and ears and hands and feet. It needs your voice. And most of all, it needs your willingness to trade fear for love, to let go of grievances, to let go of judgment, to be kind to yourself. So let's just rejoice that we can do God's will and join together in its holy light. So behold, the Son of God is one in us, as us, and we can reach our Father's love through Him, through recognizing we are all aspects of one singular creation. Okay, now here we're going to look at the specifics of Lesson 301. And God Himself shall wipe away all tears. Father, unless I judge, I cannot weep, nor can I suffer pain, feel I'm abandoned or unneeded in this world. This is my home because I judge it not, and therefore it is only what you will. You see, without my judgments on everything, I begin to experience the presence right now as only loving, which is, of course, what was willed in its creation in the first place. So let me today behold life uncondemned through those happy eyes that forgiveness is released from all distortion. So let me see your loving world instead of my fearful one. And all the tears I shed will be forgotten, for their fearful source is gone. Father, I'm just not going to judge your world today, and I'm not going to judge anyone or any situation today. God's world is happy. Those who look on it can only add their joy to it and bless it as a cause of further joy in them. We wept because we didn't understand. We didn't understand that happiness is always here, but we put a wall between it and our experience of it, so we no longer were aware. But it never went away. Peace and happiness never go away. But now we've learned the world we saw was false, and we will look upon God's world of love and light today. Thank you, my dears. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Goodbye.